Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and 2022 starts the third year of this podcast and corresponding blog. I go through the Bible chapter by chapter, guiding you, even if you've never read the Bible before. Right now, I'm going through the Old Testament prophets, revealing how Bible prophecies that were written 700 years before Christ predict not just what was going to happen back then, but what happened when Jesus came. They even predict the end times and last days that are coming true right now. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. Hey, new year, new life. Let's dig in. Ezekiel finale. The Dead Sea lives again with holy water from the Lord. What Ezekiel is describing in these last chapters is the millennial temple in Jerusalem. According to the book of Revelation, we born-again believers will reign with King Jesus on earth for a thousand years. The whole concept of the millennial kingdom is hard to grasp. So I embedded two videos at the bottom of my blog which explain it all very well. What's really wonderful is the river of living water that's going to flow from the temple into the Dead Sea and bring it back to abundant life. Let's dig in. First, we got Ezekiel 44 to 46. Now, I'm not going to bore you with all the technical specs and measurements of the temple. You can read them all for yourself. You can click, click, click on over to my blog. The link is in the show notes. And I have links to the, um, the uh, Bible.com and you can read them there or you can read them in your own Bible. I do highly recommend you in Bible. Um, I won't bore you. Okay, I said that already. Um, okay, Ezekiel 47, the river of healing. Now this is the chapter that is really special. So Ezekiel writes, in my vision, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple and there I saw a stream flowing east from beneath the door of the temple and passing to the right of the altar on its south side. The man brought um, me outside the wall through the north gateway and led me around to the eastern entrance. There I could see the water flowing out through the south side of the east gateway. Measuring as he went, he took me along the stream for 1,750 feet, then led me across. The water was up to my ankles. He measured off another 1,750 feet and led me across again. This time the water was up to my knees. After another 1,750 feet, it was up to my waist. And then he measured another 1,750 feet. And the river was too deep to walk across. It was deep enough to swim in, but too deep to walk through. He asked me, have you been watching, son of man? Then he led me back along the riverbank. When I returned, I was surprised by the sight of many trees growing on both sides of the river. And then he said to me, this river flows east through the desert into the valley of the Dead Sea. The waters of the stream will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. There will be swarms of living things wherever the water of this river flows. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea for its waters will become fresh. 
Life will flourish wherever this water flows. Fishermen will stand along the shores of the Dead Sea all the way from Engedi to and 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 Glame. Oh, whatever. The shores will be covered with nets drying in the sun. I bet Amir Safadi says that correctly. He's Israeli. Fish of every kind will fill the Dead Sea just as they fill the Mediterranean. But the marshes and swamps will not be purified. They will still be salty. Fruit trees of all kinds will grow along both sides of the river. The leaves of these trees will never turn brown and fall and there will always be fruit on their branches. There will be a new crop every month for they are watered by the river flowing from the temple. The fruit will be for food and the leaves for healing. Imagine that, wow. All right, Pastor Sandy Adams comments. So quote, obviously this speaks of a literal river, but there are some spiritual lessons we can draw. Have you ever noticed the further you go with God, the more you abide in his presence, the deeper your faith and experience and appreciation abounds. You wade into God's mercy and forgiveness. Then you're knee high in supernatural peace. Before long, you're waist deep, splashing in joy. Finally, you're in over your head, drowning in love. Recall what Jesus said on the last day of the feast. John in John 7:37 If anyone thirsts let him come to me and drink he who believes in me as the scripture said out of his heart will flow rivers of living water So the further we go with God the deeper the flow from God The stream that flows from the throne of God becomes a river of miracles There's a life-giving potential in these waters trees grow along its banks these waters cause a desert to bloom. They have the power to transform barrenness into fruitfulness. Today, it's so salty, nothing lives in the Dead Sea. But in the millennial kingdom, the Dead Sea will become a fisherman's paradise. In the same genre of fish you find today in the Mediterranean. Hey, oh, oh, excuse me. Find in its waters. All right, let me read that last paragraph again without the sneeze. Today, it's so salty, nothing lives in the Dead Sea but the Millennial Kingdom. But in the Millennial Kingdom, the Dead Sea will become a fisherman's paradise. The same genre of fish you find today in the Mediterranean, you'll find in its waters. So, and I, and, and I even put a bonus video at the bottom of my blog by Amir Safafi. It's called The Dead Sea. Okay, and then you can read the, the rest of chapter 47, which has more technical stuff. Um, now, Ezekiel 48. In the final chapter, God tells Ezekiel how the land of Israel will be divided once again by each of the 12 tribes. Sandy Adams has a nice map, and I have it over in my blog. Again, click on over the links in the show notes. And it shows where each tribe ends up. Remember back in the book of Joshua, if you've been You've been with me through all this. Um, uh, we covered the book of Joshua, um, and which is after Numbers. Um, but I have a link if you're if you're not familiar with it. Uh, Joshua um, takes over after Moses is not allowed to enter the Promised Land after God brings the Jews 
um, out of Egypt and they wander for 40 years and the new the younger generation is now ready to go into the promised land. So each tribe was allocated some land. And what's sad to think that they could have had it all if they'd only just obeyed God. And then you can read Ezekiel 48 on your own. But everyone will face God's judgment in the not too distant future. Those who accepted the salvation of Jesus Christ, believe the good news and have repented and are born again, will be living new lives just like the Dead Sea will live again. Furthermore, they'll have a get out of hell free card and a one way nonstop ticket to heaven. You're not sure if you're saved or not. If you truly want to be born again, have the assurance of salvation, receive the Holy Spirit, get that one way nonstop ticket to heaven after you die, or that you won't be left behind at the rapture, which can happen at any moment. Come, Jesus, come. What you have to do is invite Jesus into your heart, receive the gift of grace, and the confident hope of eternal life. Soli Deo Gloria. Don't forget, you got to come over to my, to my blog to check out the videos. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Are you a born-again Christian with Catholic friends or family members? Have you struggled with how to bring up the truth of Jesus' salvation? I had the same problem, so I put together a free ebook, The Catholic Mission Field in Our Backyards. It's a guide to help you start the conversation and plant the seed that will get them thinking, am I missing something? Check it out. It's a free download on my website. You'll find the link in the show notes. Oh, please, let me know if it helped you. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, 
and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.